Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, shampoo. Hello. That used to be the advertisement when I was a kid. Yeah. Anyway, you buy the stuff that they, uh, you know, that they keep telling you to buy. And that's advertisement works. So, uh, Dr. Fauci, um, he just got an award from uh, Princeton University. Yep. Yep. Happy as can be. Yep. Princeton Class Day Ceremony, Monday, May 23rd. All right, that's who spoke to the crowd. So, you can see how dumb the whole world is going, or America, I should say, when they uh, award this guy. And he's a speaker. <laughs> yep, the young people believe this stuff. Yep. Fauci the fraud. And then, of course, big news is the war that's keeps going on. And how Americans keep supporting it. And yesterday you heard George Soros, the billionaire, saying how we have to keep fighting in Ukraine. And that we have to defeat Putin. Ukraine's not my, it's not my trip. You know, I'm an American. It's been going on between Russia and, 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 uh, and Ukraine for what? How many, how many decades? It's none of our business. But, it's the business of the military-industrial complex. You read what this guy says, and it's, it's shocking. Yep. Just shocking. The invasion may have been the beginning of world of third world war, Soros said. Oh, I, I've been saying that since they did it. And our civilization may not survive it. Yeah, no kidding. As I keep saying, you know, remember, I said this is the beginning of World War III when, when, uh, when Russia invaded Ukraine. And again, I know the whys. We wrote about it in the Trends Journal back in 2014. And people like Soros giving money to these non-governmental organizations. And the United States gave like $5 billion before the overthrow in 2014. And you could see Victoria Nuland, who was an undersecretary of state under Obama. You could Google it up. Victoria Nuland, Washington, D.C., December 2013, bragging about it. And how we were going to bring democracy and freedom to Ukraine. 
and they overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych. So yesterday, Davos, those wonderful cats over there in Davos, wonderful group of people, they give so much back to society. Perhaps the only way to preserve our civilization is to defeat Putin as soon as possible. That's the bottom line. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, fat face, you want to go defeat Putin? Go, go, go lead the charge. Anybody that wants war, go. Go. Put on your, your, your military drag. Go out there and fight. Ain't my trip. If somebody tries to attack me, I'll kill them. If they come with a gun and try to kill me, or come in my house and try to break in while I'm in here, I'll defend myself. But this isn't my fight. If we were in a fight with Mexico, you think the Ukrainians would be there for us? Oh, we're going to be there for America. It's a freak show. And you got freaks running the show. Go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com, and look at another brilliant Anthony Frieda cover. The magazines are weekly. We're giving you what nobody else does in the world. This magazine is, pfft. oh, and I, I know you can't afford it. It's $2 a week, you know, yeah. Again, if you want to support us, fine. We're fighting for freedom. I put my money where my mouth is. I mean, I do what I do for Progressive Radio Network because I believe so much in what Gary Null and Richard Gale and the whole team do. I don't get paid to do this. I'm doing it to spread the word of freedom, peace, and justice that's been robbed from us. I'm a fighter. And I'm doing all I can to win that fight as they're killing, taking it away from us. So the cover is, you want war? Fight it out. Keep, keep us out of it. And we have Zelensky, the comedian, versus Putin, the mad Russian. Uh, it, this cover's brilliant. Anthony, Anthony Frieda is a genius. When you look at the covers of the Trends Journal, these are, these are New Yorker covers for the 21st century. Nothing like them. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So we're giving you all we can. And, you know, the, 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 we, we, we are, huh, we're, we're going through a time of our lives. This is the decline of America's society right now in front of our eyes. You look how stupid this country has become. America, how low can you go? How stupid can you be? From the New York Times to Slime Time tabloids, you look at them, you listen to, tune into the moronic TV cable, what they call news, and by their deeds you shall know them. Journalism is dead. Oh, they just brought that Saki on. Yeah, oh, Biden's 
Biden's mouthpiece is now on MSNBC. How about MS, go F you, you know what, yourself. Oh, and, and NBC? Oh, you're bringing the mouthpiece? For the president? And you call it reporting? The only thing that these people are concerned about, these prostitutes, these media whores, they put out for their corporate pimps and their government awe masters, you see it right in front of you. Audiences and subscription bases are all they're concerned about. We reported in the Trends Journal back over a year ago, in April, two years ago, two years ago, April 2020, when CNN, the Cartoon News Network, The head of the freak show back then, Jeff Zucker, who got fired last year for, uh, you know, having an affair with one of his employees, pumped up the coronavirus to pump up CNN's ratings. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Ratings soar. Ads vanish at CNN. Pandemic coverage boosts viewership. On a recent conference call, CNN's chief, Jeff Zucker, urged editors and producers at the network not to shift focus from coronavirus news updates despite weeks of wall-to-wall coverage of the pandemic. Quote, you need to stay on this news, Mr. Zucker said, according to a person who listened. People are coming to CNN for the news right now. All right? So keeping on the build audience, regardless how stupid the news can be or how low the mass media can go, the big news in America that the prostitutes sell and the dumbbells swallow is about two people that no one with a brain could give a damn about. Yeah, forget what Soros said and what I said about we're on the cusp of World War II. Forget that we're going into dragflation. It's not stagflation. The economy's dragging down as inflation goes up. Forget the crime rate spiking. Forget, you know, none, none of the mass shootings. The, the, the mass shootings, again, the fish rots in the head down. This is the American way. You got mass murderers at the top. Hey, Assad has to go. Oh, oh, the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize when Barack Obama said that, right? About the Syrian president. And only killed, not only 650,000 Syrians are dead. Gaddafi has to go. Oh, Hillary Clinton, Samantha Power, Susan Rice. Oh, if only women were in charge. Good and bad coming to all of them. Don't want to hear it anymore. Black, white, green, yellow, tied it or stuff. It's the soul of the spirit, the person. Race, creed, color, gender doesn't mean a thing. Good and bad comes in all of them. What makes, what makes, oh, oh, and Hillary Clinton? You could Google it up on one of the TV shows when they asked about when they killed Gaddafi. We came, we saw, he died. He, 
What makes that crazy kid any different than crazy Clinton that murders, that keeps calling for murder? Oh, calm down, Salente. They're our leaders. We are so damn stupid, we don't know crap. We're concerned about what you were just saying, that for most Americans, forget about World War III. Forget about the murderous acts of the American presidents and all the flunkies behind them. What's going on with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? Oh, I watch it constantly. I'm one of those Americans that could care less about anything else. That's what I tune into. All right. We put out a weekly magazine. This last week was like 160-something pages. What journalist would cover a Johnny Depp story? Who gives a damn about this clowns? I do. I'm an American. I love McDonald's. Oh, oh McDonald's is leaving Russia. Oh, oh, how terrible. They should force him to stay there. This way the people will be too fat to fight. Oh, and they talk about all those Russian generals that are killed, huh? Oh, yeah, you mean the Russian generals that are on the front line as opposed to our generals that are in bunkers and don't go fight? Go back to your Trends Journal cover. You got it? Very simple. You want a war? Fight it out. Keep us out of it. Put Zelensky and Putin in the ring and let them go at it. Oh, boy, what a broadcast that would be. I'll advertise on that one. You'll get, you'll get billions of followers in this corner. Weighing 185 pounds. All right. How low... Can America go? Yep. Yep. It's the American spirit. Again, the mass, massive media coverage of two actors and America's devoted interest in watching it day by day illustrates the mental unconsciousness of the general public and their disconnect from the real world. So, being that they're unaware of the current events on future trends, not only are they blinded by the future, they are easy targets to swallow propaganda and obey the orders given to them by their political leaders, like little Georgie Bush. Little Georgie Bush. I don't know if you saw those, those uh, clips. They, none of the major, we, we cover it in the Trends Journal in detail. Um, none of the major media is, has covered it about Bush's interview, who he thought was um, uh, Zelensky, uh, the comedian who became 
who played the president of Ukraine that became the president of Ukraine. You watch that interview, Google it up. It, it, it is, it's astonishing. He tells, he thinks that this guy, these two, these two pranksters in, in, in Ukraine show what an imbecilic little freak that Georgie Bush is. He tells them that he tells Zelensky, quote, to destroy as many Russian troops as possible. Destroy. So what makes him, I mean, yeah. this is a guy, a little daddy's boy. A little daddy's boy. And then he goes on to say, and again, this is totally out of the news, quote, I wanted Ukraine into NATO. He says it right there. I want. I wanted. I. 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 Oh. Uh, oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You wanted them. If you wanted them, that's a fine. Yep. See, these are two Russians pranksters that did this. The behavior of George Bush in this video shows the low-level leadership that America has sunk down to. And the mainstream media, again, who gets paid to put out by their government whoremasters, disregard and or cover up the ignorance and arrogance of the cast of clowns that are ruling this nation. And for all those who believe that a secret cabal is running Washington, in this video and others by Bush, it shows who decides what. Bush declares what, quote, I want to do. Yes, the one I has it, and the rest of the nation must obey. And this is in America, the country that pretends to be a democracy, that invades countries across the globe and kills millions in the name of democracy. And again, the, we, the, um, we're totally, totally, completely opposed to Russians' invasion of Ukraine. But as we've long pointed out, it does not come as a surprise since Moscow views Ukraine's partnership with the U.S. and NATO as an existential threat. And you just you listen to the video, and Bush goes on to say that we're going to bring NATO in. So therefore, agree or disagree with Vladimir Putin's statements, the Western media is just showing one side, and that's Russian aggression. And he totally ignored, as we've greatly detailed over the decades, is the United States and NATO's actions that were to Russia moves of aggression. You go back to May 9th, it didn't make any of the news, but barely, uh, of, of the Victory Day speech by, by Putin. He said, quote, 
we saw how the military infrastructure was unfolding, how hundreds of foreign advisors has begun to work there, meaning Ukraine, with the most modern weapons being regularly delivered from NATO countries. The danger was growing every day. Russia offered a preemptive rebuff to the aggression. This was a forced timely move and the only correct decision, one taken by a strong and independent country. And again, long forgotten with the United States and NATO's pledges not to expand into Eastern Europe following the 1990 negotiations when the Soviet Union broke down. And according to the transcripts, they're all there, the meetings of Moscow, NATO was not going to move one inch eastward. And now there were 16 of them back then, now there were 30. It began on the murderous Bill Clinton and moronic murderous George W. Bush. And Obama kept trying to push it too, wanted to bring in Ukraine and Georgia. On 9 February, then Secretary of State, going back to 1990, James Baker suggested that in exchange for cooperation with Germany and Russia, the U.S. could make, quote, ironclad guarantees that NATO would not expand one inch eastward. And a week later, Soviet President Mikhail Gorbachev agreed to begin unification talks. So there you got it. Idiots in control. No one's talking about peace. Peace has become a dirty word. But you know who has agreed with me? Of all people? Henry Kissinger. That's right. Yep. Kissinger um, said yesterday at the Davos uh, <laughs> uh, meeting, not yesterday, on Monday, that, quote, ideally the dividing line should return to the status quo ante. Meaning, and which means a return to the existing state of affairs before the war. And he thought that Russia should be allowed to retain Crimea, which voted back in 2014, 96% vote to leave Ukraine and go to Russia. He said pursuing the war beyond that point would not be about the freedom of Ukraine but a new war against Russia itself. Yep. Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte commented on the Kissinger fallout, telling CNBC Wednesday that while, quote, it's almost impossible to say that you disagree with Henry Kissinger, I'm afraid that on television, now I have to officially declare that I disagree with Henry Kissinger if that is the statement he makes. For us, the territorial integrity, the sovereignty of Ukraine stands above all else. And it is up to Vladimir Zelensky, the president who came and is to, to decide 
how they will conduct the peace negotiations that we hope will start one day. Yep, again, you can't say it on TV, you can't say it out loud, you can't say about peace. We were going to have a peace rally here on uh, this coming weekend. We're not having it. Couldn't get a band together. Could not put a get a band together. Difficulty getting a band and getting speakers to speak for peace. They support Ukraine. And they don't know anything about, again, they know all about Johnny Depp and this Amber Heard, but they have no clue about the big issues going on. None, zero, nada. It's serious what's going on. By the way, uh, uh, Soros is also warning of a global depression. I guess he reads the Trends Journal. Again, it's not stagflation, it's dragflation. The economy is not going to stagnate. It's declining. Did you see the numbers that came out yesterday, the new homes that are built? And how the sales are, are, are tanking? No idea. Who cares about that? What about Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp. Who, how, how, could, how, could, how, could, how could anybody with a brain bigger than a P care about this crap? Again, you're seeing the numbers that all the restaurant chains, traffic is weakening. It's one after another. We got a food crisis thanks to this war and and also thanks to the, the stupid sanctions. That America... And NATO and America's allies have imposed on Russia. Again, from the mouth of moron Biden, he makes it clear the sanctions won't deter Putin. Oh, they won't? Then why'd you put them on? I'll tell you why I put them on because I'm a maniac. Biden. Like all, oh, Every Democrat voted to send $40 billion of our bucks for more lethal weapons to bloody the killing fields in Ukraine. B.S. Bernie, B.S. Bernie Sanders. That Cortez, don't call yourself peace activists, you're liars. Oh, and that other arrogant Blumen, whatever his name, and Blumenthal, Blumen, whatever his name, up is uh, up in uh, Connecticut. This guy did everything to beat the Vietnam War draft and lied that he served in Vietnam, just like Biden did. You want war? Go fight or shut your mouth. You arrogant clowns. 
Hey, Bernie, you couldn't fight your way out of a paper bag. Matter of fact, I don't think they make them that big enough to fit fat slobs like you into it. It's a freak show, and the freaks are in charge. Who's your favorite freak? I hate Trump, but I like Biden. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Slenty on Progressive Radio Network. Progressive Radio Network. Yep. So, um, if you have any questions or answers, feel free to call 888-874-4888. Yep, we're going into, in my lifetime, I've never seen anything like this. This is, this is the decline of America in front of our eyes. Oh, Starbucks is pulling out of, uh, out of um, Russia, too. Oh, how sad. Oh, those poor people won't be able to get that ugh, coffee. Ugh. That stuff is so bitter, man. I make a cup of espresso every day, one cup. But I grind it by hand. You put the beans in an electric grinder, it burns them. That's why you get a bit of taste. But you grind them by hand, nice and slow. It breaks the beans down. Ah, Starbucks is leaving. How sad. Yep. Anyway, if you have any questions or answers, 888-874-4888. You know, on the economic front, we're going into... Um, <laughs> Unprecedented times. This decade-long financial fraud game is coming to an end. What it was was a government money-pumping scheme that artificially propped up economies that they locked down to fight the COVID war, to fight the COVID war. Remember the imbeciles that people believe? We're going to flatten the coins. And yeah, I'm little Andy Cuomo. I'm a little nobody, arrogant clown. But my daddy was governor, and I'm going to rename the Tappan Zee Bridge after my daddy. Your daddy is, in, is just crap. But my daddy, when they naming the Tappan Zee Bridge, all right, flatten the curve, you flatten the lives of Millions, tens of millions of people in their livelihoods. So they artificially propped up the economy with all this cheap dough and these negative and zero interest rates. Negative over there in Europe, zero in the United States. Now that's coming to an end. So the money junkies on the street, on Wall Street, they're in panic. Panic mode for the money junkies. And speaking of which, since the panic of 08, the bankster bandits that they front as uh, central banks that are in full control of our money supply, they've been rigging the markets in front of everybody's eyes. But again, where you have a society where the masses or, or 
what's my favorite team doing today? And they're glued to the, the mainstream news, like of the latest trials and tribulations of their favorite celebrities, like uh, as mentioned, a Johnny Depp in that Am- Ambo never I never heard of before heard. So the general public is totally ignorant of the facts of why and how their lives and livelihoods are being destroyed by those quote officials in charge. You go back to the panic of 08. And again, I was the first to call it, we took out the domain name, the panic of 08 in 2007. So the money junkies that created the panic of 08 crisis with the derivatives and subprime mortgage schemes, they would deem too big to fail. Oh, I'm Jamie Dimon. I only made, I think, $15 million. I got a bonus again last year. We're too big to fail. We made all these bad bets. Bail us out. While the rest of the victims of their dirty deals lost everything that they had. And the Federal Reserve pumped in $30 trillion, nearly $30 trillion, $29 trillion, between 2007 to 2010 to bail out their banker, banks, bankster buddies. And then we hear the garbage spewing out of the mouth of those officials, like former Fed head, brainless Ben Bernanke. Yeah. He's saying that, well, you know, uh, we're not sure about inflation, but it's here now and we have to do something. Yep. Back in 2012, he set a 2% target for inflation that would raise interest rates. So inflation at 2%, they'd raise interest rates. Inflation now is 8.3%. And they've raised interest rates at 0.75 to 1% Fed rate. According to the IMF, the International Mafia, a monetary fund, the money that they lend to the, 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 the people that need it, like Argentina and all these countries, forced, they force them to put, raise interest rates 1% above the inflation rate. They don't force them, they tell them to. So, for example, in Argentina, you're, you're, the inflation skyrocketing. Their interest rate is 44.5%. So in the United States, with 8.3% inflation, we should have a 9.3% inflation rate. To show you how stupid and arrogant the clowns are that are running the show, Ben Bernanke, the Fed head, declared back in 2005 when the phony real estate market was being propped up with subprime mortgages, yeah, brainless Benny was asked in a CNBC interview, tell me, what's the worst case scenario if we, in fact, see real estate prices actually come down substantially across the country? Answer. Well, I guess I don't buy your premise. I'm brainless, arrogant Benny Bernanke. I'm the Fed head. He goes on to say, it's a pretty unlikely possibility. 
We never had a decline in house prices on a nationwide basis. Hey, you ever hear of the Great Depression? All right. Then, a couple of months later in February, the next year, as the, as the mortgage fiasco, the subprime deepened, the subprime mortgage fiasco, and just months before the panic hit the street, Bernanke told Congress, quote, there is not much indication at this point that subprime mortgage issues have spread into broader mortgage markets, which still seem to be healthy. All right. These are the arrogant, ignorant people running our lives. And there should be no Federal Reserve. Are you talking about Princeton and giving the honor to, to Fauci? They should be giving the honor to Gary Null for all these years that he's done for true health care, whole health healing. No, no, no. We're going to give it to the Fauci guy. Yeah. Yep. Phony 2% inflation target. This is the Princeton gang that created phony number and gave us the Federal Reserve. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson, another Princeton. I can't use the word on the here, but uh, <laughs> starts with a P. <sighs> gave us World War One. Gave us the federal taxes that was supposed to be 1%. Yep. And you go back to an inflation, and they, they made this 2% phony target number up. that inflation goes over 2%, they raise interest rates. They're not raising interest rates to keep the money junkies, the Wall Street guys gambling, and to keep the, the, the economy artificially propped up. When will it fall down? We have the numbers in the Trends Journal where we see the decline coming when interest rates hit certain numbers. And then the same thing with um, Bitcoin. Bitcoin's in a dangerous area right now. It's um, it 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 we we have the breakout points. On the top, the breakout got to go over fifty-five thousand, but it's been stuck in this twenty-nine thousand, thirty thousand range now for over two weeks. And again, inflation skyrocketing. Gold prices should be a lot higher. But I'm, we're still bullish on gold, although gold today is down 17 bucks to 1847. Meanwhile, natural gas Prices surged above $9, and that's hitting the highest level since 2008. That's right, the panic of 08. 
People are going broke. People are spending $5,000 a year, $5,000 a year on gas. When interest rates go up, I'll give you one of the numbers, 1.5%. That's going to bring in a lot of pain. The breakout point's higher. And you're seeing not only are the tech, the NASDAQ is in bear territory, down well over 20%. The, the, the S&P is floating around there. It's about eight, down about 18%. But the stock market, you know, the, the, the tech stocks are crashing because, you know, they're speculative stocks. But so too are your solid retail stocks. Because the money spent when they dumped all that cheap dough into people's pockets to fight the COVID war. It's drying up now. And being the prices are going up, it's costing more to buy less. So today, uh, even Dick Sporting Goods said, you know, they're, they're not immune to the sky high inflation. And they, um, The stock had dropped at 1.8%, moved back up. They're, they're lowering their earnings. They say that sales may be down by as much as 8%. And that's after you heard from Walmart, from Target, from Kohl's. Yesterday, the uh, Abercrombie & Fitch you ready? It fell nearly 30%. Why? They slashed their output, outlook rather, for the year. This is serious. But when all else fails, they take you to war. As we say, you go back what followed the Great Depression, World War II. What followed the dot-com bust? The War on Terror. What will follow the Greatest Depression? World War III. And there's no fight among the people. Hardly anybody. A lot of people on PRN, of course, but not the masses. You know, I have friends that I care about, you know, that, what are you guys doing? Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, they're not doing anything. Again, we're trying to hold rallies and we're having difficulty doing it, getting support. You know, World War II is not ancient history. You know, very advanced societies, more advanced than today in so many ways, the cultures. People used to get dressed in those days, too. Imagine wearing ripped jeans, dungarees. They're not jeans, they're dungarees, invented by Levi Strauss of the miners, the gold miners back in there. 
1800s in, 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 in California. Yeah, so we're, we're in a crucial, crucial time right now. And um, people better start doing something about it. Because on the war front, it's just building. More and more talk about more and more weapons being sent to um, Ukraine. Imagine $40 billion, the United States. It's, now it's over $50 billion when you put it all together. Over $50 billion. So we've got the poor and the homeless and people struggling. Oh, and we're spending 25, yeah, 25, $27 billion. $27 billion over five years. What is it, about 5.3, 5 point something billion a year? 5 point something billion a year to fix the rotted bridges. Yep. Again. Again, you listen to that Bush, it's hardly out there. He did an interview last week, and he spoke about the shortcomings of the Russian government at Moscow. There's no system of checks and balances that would prevent an, indiv an individual like Russian President Vladimir Putin from launching, quote, a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. And then he caught himself and he said, I, I, mean, I mean Ukraine. All right? No, it was a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq by Bush and Cheney and all the other murderers behind him. But that's okay. This is the clown that, before he invaded, he told the prime minister of Sweden, you could hear it, it was a video, that Saddam Hussein, quote, tried to kill my daddy. All right? And, and what's disgusting about this, when you listen to this thing, Bush's gaffe that elicited laughter in the audience, it shows how insignificant the tremendous loss of life in Iraq and the mass destruction of the nation means to so many Americans. The only body count that matters is how many Ukrainians have died at the hands of Russian soldiers. Each of those lives mattered. But not the innocents who died due to the failed U.S. policy of its military in Syria, Yemen, Afghanistan, Libya.
And they keep, again, America's, America's wars went on for decades. And they killed millions. But the U.S. media now covers Ukraine day by day by day by day, showing the disastrous pictures that they never did of America's mass murder. Oh, well, you did a great job in Raqqa and Syria and, yeah, or one, oh, Belusia. One, one, oh, great, great stuff. No, we won't show that. We are in serious trouble. And if we don't change this, it is truly hell on earth. We're giving you everything we can with the magazine. We give you the economic and market overviews. What's really going on in the markets. And again, you're looking at major retailers that are taking a, 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 a drubbing, you know. Target shares fell the most in one day last week since the, the 1987 Black Monday. All right? Walmart, the shares are down 19%. Targets are down almost 30%. One after another. I'm mentioning this because these are, this is, these are the, the foundation now because all the small businesses have been put out of business because they did away with the Robinson Patman Act, Sherman Antitrust Act, Clayton Antitrust Act, killed all the banks. When I was a kid, we had local banks everywhere. And of course, Carter began killing that, and then Reagan finished it off at the end of the Glass-Steagall Act. But every re the retail chains from Costco, Dollar General, Dollar Tree, they're all reporting falling sales. One after another. It's industry-wide. It's telling you what the consumers are suffering from. And these, by the way, gloomy first quarter figures that I just mentioned, these were booked before Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the Western sanctions sharpened inflation and snarled global supply lines further. So the quarter's num this quarter's numbers <laughs> are likely to be a lot worse. You better prepare. And we're doing all we can to help you with the Trends Journal. We've been right on trend with do we get everything right? No, of course not. We're human beings. But our track record, none comes close to it. Again, there's no magazine like it. So we're in difficult times. So what we're suggesting to everyone is prepare for the worst. 
Again, is your money in the bank? Is it safe there? We are at war with Russia. If you gave some crazy person, came over to you, you know, Frank, I hate that guy across the street. I want to blow his brains out. And Frank says, yeah, you know, I hate him too. Here's the gun and here's some money. Go kill him. Would Frank be an accomplice to the crime? Of course. America is at war with Russia, supplying the billions of dollars of armaments. It's going to run out. People are going to be tired of it. We did a poll. About 235, 2,035 people. 76% said Russia would beat Ukraine. We agree. Again, totally against the invasion. Totally understand why it happened. And again, NATO, a NATO... Ukraine's on Russia's border. We got to go to Afghanistan to protect America. We got to go to Iraq to protect America. It's a threat to our country. How many thousands of miles away is it? That's okay. But Russia, nope, they can't, they can't do anything. So prepare for the worst. If the worst doesn't happen, and you're prepared, you lose nothing. If the worst happens and you're not prepared, you could lose everything. What if they close down the banks? They could do it. Will your money be safe? Oh yeah, don't worry about it. We are in critical times, like I've never seen in my life. Oh, and by the way, things are heating up over there in Israel as the United States and them are doing <laughs> They're doing training exercises if they were to invade Iran. Not making it up. It's in your Trends Journal. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in two weeks. And support Progressive Radio Network. Support the Trends Journal. We give you history before it happens. Thank you. <laughs> 